This is the Warm Springs Program on KWSO. Indian New Year's was traditionally celebrated on the shortest day of the year, December 21st. Many years ago, KWSO's Mary Sando Imhula spoke with Pearson Mitchell about the Indian New Year celebration. This is from the KWSO archives. Indian New Year's was always observed in the wintertime when the day was short. Celebration or the observance of the uh, uh, New Year's always took maybe roughly around 10 days. In those days that uh, people did not have any calendars, but they did count the days to uh, one observance to the next. Uh, the uh, New Year's is a celebration of the Pinata Musclicum Teacham, or when the seasons are turning over. Uh, tradition has it that this is the day that the earth was created on the shortest day, and everything began on that day. What uh, the observance is now that uh, this is in the middle of the winter, and everything has uh, ceased its uh, growing. Then uh, when the days start getting longer again, all the vegetation is starting to grow again. This is the substance of the uh, uh, Indian New Year's. Let's talk about when you talked about this uh, in the older days uh, being a, I guess, a celebration that took place for 10 days. Let's talk about the tribes that observed this holiday and where this originated from. The observance of the uh, Indian New Year's was uh, always uh, uh, observed by the uh, all the tribes of the uh, Sahapnan-speaking uh, tribes, the uh, Warm Springs, the Yakma, the uh, Umatilla, Nespers. But uh, in our area here, the uh, the band of uh, people who were speak uh the Sahapton speaking uh, people which is now the warm springs was the Tinainacht which is uh was later called Tinaino the uh Wayam the Wanawachi the Tayek the Tachpash these different bands did observe new years in the winter time the shortest day of the year each uh, carried this uh, tradition and brought this in onto the reservation when the uh, reservation was established. Let's, let's talk about the celebration itself. I know through talking with other elders and talking with yourself that this is recognized as a spiritual holiday. What are the spiritual observances at this time? Tradition has it that the earth was created here on the shortest day of the year, uh, everything started to grow at that time. In the observance, uh, we have uh, three songs are always sung in between the uh, uh, seven series of sevens that we have in our worship service. This three represents the uh, three months that we have to uh, harvest our foods which are to stay, sustain us through the uh, cold winter months. And uh, they also represent the uh, three different foods, 
sacred foods that we have, which is the the flesh, the uh, roots, and the berries. By flesh, I mean the deer, deer meat, and the uh, salmon. We must have the salmon uh, every time we have uh, a ceremony. The uh, seven songs, or the series of sevens that we have, represents the uh, days of the week. There are seven days in the week, and uh, the the songs that we sing are always in a series of sevens. And the week uh, is constructed of uh, days. The Sunday is the sender. Wanakit is uh, the day after, which is Monday. Then the days are numbered Napskwe, Matalskwe, Pinapskwe, Pachalskwe. That's uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Then Tamatsakt is a day getting close to Sunday again. And this this is the the way that the days were remembered. The worship was not always just on Sunday. The, they, they had every day of the uh, year was a day of, of observance and giving thanks to our Creator. And uh, when it came down to the New Year's again, then this was the holy days, the days of creation. The nine that we have, which will be uh, observed on this day, that we will have a series of seven, a series of nine songs which will be uh, in in the worship. The nine represents the amount of time, the months that it takes for the food to develop, to be harvested uh, in the three months that, it, that uh, food is harvested. But uh, it takes the nine months for that uh, food to uh, develop to where it is uh, ready for harvest the it also represents the uh, nine months that it takes for the uh, young child to develop uh, this uh, nine uh, is a very special 12 is uh, for the number of months in a year they're actually when our people talked about the months, they talked about uh, the moon, al They had a certain al and uh, don't remember these right now. Uh, there are 13 moons in a year. If you divide uh, 52 by 4, you come up with 13. Pearson, let's talk about the service itself. Uh, I know that the services began with a sunrise service. Let's talk about the the number of songs that were done then. Let's let's talk about the the religious observance of the Indian New Year in connection with the morning sunrise service. All the services uh, began in the morning, uh, long before the sun has come up. Each person uh, sings three songs, three slow prayer songs. These songs all carry uh, 
the teachings of the Washat person uh, talks and gives testimony after uh, completing the three songs, the uh, entire attendance of the people uh, that are in the longhouse uh, all participate and all sing the three songs. If they know three songs or if they don't know three songs, they, they are permitted to sing one song three times or one song twice and another song, but uh, they are always sing uh, three, three songs. Uh, we all give testimony after we complete our three songs. There are several persons who participate, uh, mostly the elders of uh, our tribe uh, or the community in Samnasho. And each one of the persons who are participating in the uh, singing of these songs are all seated uh, on the west end of the longhouse. And we all sing three songs apiece and we all give testimony after we sing our songs. This is uh, giving thanks for letting us live and see another Indian New Year. What was the traditional teaching or belief? Why did this need to be completed before the sunrise? With all these uh, persons who are participating and all the persons that are singing and giving testimony, we, we try to complete all these songs and all these testimonies before the sunrise. And uh, this, this is why this is called the sunrise service. Uh, we always face the dawn, the new dawn, and we always... Uh, uh, the angel who takes care of the dawn is... Uh, there is a song that uh, is sung several times a year in which uh, talks about the uh, angel of the uh, east. I am the angel of the east and I sing beautiful but nobody listens and uh, this is the day that we are dedicating to listening and to singing with that angel of the east. Pearson, uh, let's talk about uh, the, the service as it continues in the evening time, the observance of the Indian New Year. This is uh, also giving thanks for letting us, allowing us to live for another year. And the complete service, as I explained uh, earlier about the number of songs that are sung, the ones in the morning are all the slow songs, the ones that teach us and carry the teachings of the uh, Washat. The ones in the evening are the ones that are uh, with a drum, with the three songs in between. The, the seven songs which represent the week are, are danced first. Then we have the nine songs, uh, a series of nine songs that we dance washat. 
these represent the uh, the time uh, it takes from a, uh, a plant from seed to maturity to a mature until it is time to harvest and also the uh, the period it takes a baby to develop the uh, one year the 12 12 songs that we do represents this uh, one year uh, these are there are 28 songs total that we do which uh, are represented in the total observance of New Year's. Are there any songs that are that are particular to this uh, observance or this uh, ceremony? I know some of them are, will be the wash it or worship songs, but are there any specific, like you talked about the the uh, Angel of Dawn, um, are there any other songs that are only sung during this New Year's observance? Uh, there is a song that is uh, that tells about the uh, New Year's, uh, and usually this song is sung at that time. But it's n this is not the only uh, place that uh, song is sung. It's all uh, it is part of the Washat songs, which is sung with uh, and uh, accompanied by the drum. Uh, it uh, tells about the the turning of the earth and the changing of the season. Pearson, I know one of the other things that are usually one of the other parts of the celebration that is held for the Indian New Year is that uh, they circle the longhouse, and usually everybody that's participating circles the longhouse. Talk about this, and and why is this done? The queen. We go around the longhouse, and uh, the uh, procession is led by the the leaders of the longhouse and the leaders of the tribe or of the representatives of that area. And uh, usually, in the past, uh, the the uh, eagle staff was carried at that time, and a song is sung. This song. Uh, is the uh, the flag song or the uh, parade song of our people. What this represents is that we are all going around the longhouse and we are putting our tracks over on top of the tracks of the previous year and in memory of those who have passed away or died during this current year that has passed. That was Pearson Mitchell in an interview with Mary Sando Mhula talking about the celebration of Indian New Year's. I hope you have enjoyed this program from the KWSO archives. Thanks for listening to the Warm Springs program on KWSO 91.9 FM.